That's tricky. Blah, blah, blah. Hello, friends. It's and family. Just... My mom's listening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's Tricky Existence After Dark, the podcast where we share our ramblings in hopes that you can come up with a... What's that thing that people write at the end of their schooling? A thesis. Dissertation. Oh, a dissertation. In hopes that you can write a dissertation on our thoughts. I'm Jordan. I'm Pearl. And today we're wrapping up our 36 questions to fall in love. Oh my (laughs) god. End of an era. Everyone is so in love with us by the end of this episode. So in love. I think so. Should we just get right into it? Yeah, let's do it. When did you last cry in front of another person by yourself? (laughs) Sorry, I was too fast. I cried in front of Dylan last night. I Pisces moon is in the sky and that's my reasoning. Um, cried by myself. I don't know, man. It's actually new development for me since I've been with Dylan. It is. Is that a new development? What? Since you've been with Dylan? No, I'm about to say what the new development is. Okay. The new development since I've been with Dylan is that I cry more when I'm around him than when I'm by myself because he lets me cry and I don't let myself cry. Like I let I I'm working on it in therapy. We've talked about this before. Hard for me to cry. My body automatically shuts it down. But when I'm in and I start to like I have a whole breathing thing that I do to get myself to stop crying. And he's like, you don't need to stop crying. Like, you can you can cry. It's okay. And hearing someone give me permission to cry tears me the fuck up. So. <laughs> I have a weird thing about crying. That is kind of surprising. As a cancer, sun, moon, and mercury. I... cannot cry i can't cry i it has gotten especially especially hard to cry since i've moved out to oregon but i need to cry way more than i do i have the feeling of wanting to cry so often but i do not cry When's the last time I cried in front of a person and in front of another person? I just cried a little bit on the last episode in front of you, but that's as that's as far as it goes. Hmm. And do I cry by myself? No. 
And I have, I've tried to make myself, I watch sad movies, I listen to sad shows, I watch things that I've cried at before, I listen to things that I've cried at before. I sit and I let my brain go as dark as it will go and still the tears do not come. So if anybody has tips or tricks, let me know. You're not emotionally constipated, but that version for your tears yeah i'm also very judgmental of characters who cry too much yeah you are (laughs) i don't like it and what is too much like more than once (laughs) (laughs) and if they don't have a good reason I wonder if that's it. I wonder if your brain is like, this isn't a good enough reason for yourself. I'm sure that absolutely is. And also, like, it's been used as a manipulation tactic against me before. And then I have felt like I've used it unconsciously as a manipulation tactic towards others. So I know that there is a lot of unpacking to do there. Yeah, that's that's I've heard that before from other people as well. And that's like a. It's a slippery slippery slope because then, you know, your body is in that habit of not crying or like, I mean, both of us, the constipation of not being able to cry. And then you feel guilty for not crying when something is deemed worth crying about, but you can't cry. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know how fucked up you have to be as a human being to use crying against a get against a triple cancer like (laughs) that's that's fucked up (laughs) anyways back to the fun little questionnaire (laughs) i don't it's not that i don't that i need to skip these questions but number seven is tell your partner something that you like about them already I like you. You're a great human being. What else? How many? How many ways can I say it? Thirty-four. Thirty-six. Oh, it's thirty-six questions. Dang! Mm-hmm. I thought I was being clever. You're always clever. That's what I like about you. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> shucks. Thanks. Number eight. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? I think there's a lot of things, honestly. I think it depends. I don't like when you joke about the isms, but I don't mind when you joke about, like, killing yourself or killing others or whatever, because then I can just, like, check in and do the Columbia suicide (laughs) scale assessment questions to deem out whether you're serious or not. Is this you being me or is this the the universe you, the royal you? Oh, royal you. Okay, that's what I figured. I don't think that – I don't think it's funny to joke about isms, but I do think it's funny to joke about tragedy. Mm. I need to think about that statement said and see if I agree with it. I think I do. I don't like when people – I, f- I feel like I'm f- joking about is 
problems like as a system, but not like specific instances of oppression. <clears throat> I'm, I don't know. I have to think more about that. That was a big statement, but I, th I think that's what I believe. <laughs> um, I think that's a good caveat. That's a good addendum to what I said for sure. Yeah. I also just never think it's funny to joke about rape ever. I just don't. I don't like people use rape as a descriptor for anything other than non-consensual sex mm. or sexual. I hate that. Feels gross. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. I think that mental health conditions, when people say, like, when people misplace them and use them as, like, general descriptions, that doesn't, oh. bother, that doesn't bother me as much as it bothers a lot of other people. But... I don't think it should be joked about. Yeah. And yeah. I also think it's always a good rule of thumb that, like, you only joke about your experiences, not others. I agree. Unless you're flipping a really witty one, then that's fine. Right. Which is why social workers, I feel like social workers and therapists, in the medical field have like the what you might consider the dark darker sense of humor because they've experienced so much shit in their jobs they have a lot of material to pull from <laughs> yeah yeah okay oh my god this is fucked up if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them? I actually, oh my God, I'm so happy that this question came up because I had this thought the other day. I've ne There's never been anything that I haven't said that I regret, but there have been so many things that I've said sorry for that I regret apologizing for. Ooh. Interesting. There so, are, I, I, wow. So what would There's I regret? things I regret not saying. Really? I say, yeah. I say almost everything that I need to say. <laughs> what do I regret most not having told somebody? Honestly, honest to God, it's fuck you. <laughs> because I don't let my I don't let my anger go there. My anger is so like I don't know how to describe it. How would you describe my anger? It's so like eloquent. Yeah. Like one time Jordan sent me a text message and she was like She's like, too harsh in this. Or I actually, I don't even know what you said. Or like, does this sound? I don't think you even asked if you were harsh at all. Like, does this sound okay? I was like, oh, yeah, but I can tell you're mad. Because she explained herself so well. Like, mm -hmm. when you are mad, you are. You Did you do debate? No. 
really should have. You would have wiped the floor with those bitches. I feel like sometimes I get that way, but I'm always really nervous to like just let myself talk when I'm upset because I get I've had some shiny moments. <laughs> I say exactly what I want and mean exactly what I say, but I mix up my words so much. I'm always like afraid I'm going to fuck it up. I, I'm so jealous that you can do that. It's such a good skill. But that's what that's what I regret. I regret not being the unhinged version of that person, of being like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. You haven't, mm. you've never treated me well. You don't know that I'm the best thing that's ever happened to you. Fuck you. That's what I regret. Yeah. You're so rational. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> rational. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things I regret not saying, actively trying to say those things more. Like I have this thing where um, there's a guy in high school who I was friends with. And like, I don't even remember what happened, but he was driving me somewhere and we had just had an eventful evening. And I wanted to like ask him a question or like say something. I don't even remember what it was. My friend was dropping me off and I felt like I should say something about what had happened the night before. Um, like one of our other friends, like I think their feelings got hurt. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I felt like I should say something like I should comfort them or like I should clarify or whatever. And I could use the words, but I didn't say anything. And that was the first time that happened to me. It's happened a couple times since then, but I was so regretful about not saying something at that moment that now I really actively try to, if I can feel the words, if they are on repeat in my head, if I can see them, like I need to say those words. And it's always really scary to do. The last time I felt it that intensely, um, which is where like I literally like opened my mouth. And nothing comes out like that's happened. That happened times. The last time that I overcame it was when I told Dylan I had feelings for him. And like it really worked out in my favor to do that. So it's something you do. So to answer the question, I don't think there's anything I like I, I want to say to someone before I die. Because of those experiences, I really try to say things when they need to be said. Yeah. I'm more upset by that question of, I don't want to die tonight. What, I got two hours left? There'd be yeah. a lot of other things I would regret than not saying something. Something like, soups I haven't tried. <laughs> I'm not going to get to finish my book. I just started the inheritance games. Oh today. no. Why did you say that? That's going to be a fucking thought that I'm stuck on. Oh, sorry. That's like one of my biggest oh, fears. No. Like, that's how I, um, in my darkest hours, when I'm like, dying would not be that bad. I'm like, but so many books to read. Oh God. I can tell I'm going to have to do some processing because I have a thing. <laughs> I have a thing about leaving things unfinished, mm -hmm. <laughs> like like processes unfinished, which is why this next question is so fucking funny to me because 
You're going to get such a cackle out of my answer. Your house, containing everything you own, catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? The shit that I need to survive a fire is already in a fireproof pouch. And I I would save my baby blanket that I've had for 25 years. And the only reason that that is not preemptively saved is because I sleep with it every night. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know they have fireproof things. Yeah. What is it? Is it safe? It's just a little fireproof bag. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. You should send me a link. I probably won't use it, but. (laughs) You'd have to know where your fucking birth certificate is first to put it in there. (laughs) I checked the mail today. It's not there yet. No, it takes a little bit. Yeah. Um, Wow. That was a great answer. So that was the most Jordan answer I've ever heard in my life. In the best way. Not that there's ever a wrong way to give a Jordan answer. Um, What did it say? I already got my loved ones and my pets out. Yep. <laughs> my work laptop so I don't have to fucking buy them a new <laughs> that's uh, what you're going back into a fire for no uh i don't know i don't feel like there's really anything that i could um risk my life for <laughs> that's not like someone i love or like my pets i i think I think lot. I would probably pick like a logical thing, Mm -hmm. like the documents that you have safe already. I would be like, "Shit, I need those documents." Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think there's really anything. Like, I had a um, I have a lot of mementos. I have a lot of pictures and things like that. Um, but I know that I can make more memories and have more photos. There, I do have a necklace that I love, but I've literally already lost it. Like, I regret losing that necklace so much. If I still had it, that's something I would um, go back for. I already tried to go back for it. It's gone. It's gone. So, and the fact that I'm without that now and I'm okay, I would be okay without the things that I have currently. Nothing. I'm a minimalist. I am. I'm not a minimalist. <laughs> Collect memories, not things. Maximalist, if anything. We love a maxinista. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is fucked up. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing? Why? <laughs> What is wrong with you people? I really don't know if I can let myself answer this. I've been having a I've been having a fixation on my loved one's death lately and it like is yeah. actually not good. You know how you have thoughts that you crush in your mind? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of mine. I Okay. I can't. Um, 
I, yeah, okay, good. Because death, I don't know what's going on in my eighth house of my birth chart right now, but, like, I've thought about death more in the last few months than I think I ever have before. I used to think about it a lot as a kid, but, like, I've been, like, it's been a fixation. It's not been a good spiritual journey thing. It's been, like, <laughs> I'm ruminating on it. Anywho, last question of the series. Share a share a personal problem and ask for your partner's advice on how you on how they might handle it. Also ask your partner to reflect to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. This is our podcast. I don't think we need to say do this. We do this every day. <laughs> yeah. That is a good question for people trying to be like friends or like trying to love each other because I feel like that is friendship like that is the basis of friendship and relationships yeah being able to do that safely with someone do you feel like you would be in love with just anybody if you had answered these questions as a strangers depends on how they answer them yeah I think these are very good questions to get to know someone on a deeper level I think it's kind of forced um but you know maybe i think i don't know this kind of felt like going on the bachelor yeah like you 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 willingly put rose-colored glasses because you're looking for the the um the falling in love sensation yeah and honey if you want to fall in love with just anybody, it's not that hard to do. <laughs> you just have to have a certain level of denial. <laughs> or just listen to our podcast, Fall in Love With Us. Fall in Love With Us. Okay. Um, thanks for listening to that series. Thanks for being here. Thanks for falling in love. Uh, Pearl. Our last question and one that they should add to this series of questions is what are you a slut for? That's a great question, Jordan. Is it one I have an answer to? Oh my God. I know what I'm a slut for. It's right in front of me. So it was kind of like given to me as an answer. But I have this, um, what's it called? Body butter or like skin mm-hmm. butter. And the most me thing that exists it's a it's from opal and amethyst which is a etsy store that i love and they've got like sprays and lotions and body butters and stuff and this is their shimmy shimmy yeah glow butter that's what it's called shea butter mango butter right there me apricot kernel lemon pound cake fragrance it smells like lemons um, fruit powder and mica or mica I don't know how you say it it's amazing it smells so good it's so hydrating and it glitters it glitters and then when I put it on my skin that's you in a jar it glow it's yeah it really is it's good and I love it and it's really thick I honestly should get more I've had it for so long I've been like rationing it 
should just get more. But I, I love this shit. I keep it on my desk and I use it like on days where I'm maybe not feeling great or days where I'm feeling amazing. And I'm like, I should glow on the outside. As Radiate much as like it. But yeah. So that's what I'm a slut for. What about you? I'm what am I a slut for? 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 I feel like you should drop a beat. <laughs> oh, let me tell you what I'm a slut for. Russ, he hasn't even released this song, but he has released a clip of his song, his new song, Nasty. And mm. let me tell you, <laughs> it's a wild experience. Let me play it for you, Pearl. Yeah. Who is this? Russ. When's this released? <laughs> On Friday. Okay. Do Earth. we all okay? Do we all have a praise kink? Maybe. 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 anyways follow us on tiktok and twitter and instagram at tricky existence let us know what you think about the release of russ's song Mm -hmm. you can email us our email is trickyexistence at gmail.com and you can check out our website trickyexistence.com it's good times and we can't wait to see you there here for me there and see you next week. 